Chapter Fourteen of the Charing Cross Mystery by J. S. Fletcher. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Is it blackmail? Heatherwick was still in ignorance of the reason of Matherfield's desire to see Rona when, just before noon next day, Matherfield and he walked up from Dorking Station into the High Street and made for the white horse. Matherfield halted a few yards away from its door. "'Let's wait for her outside,' he said, "'till I've asked her a question or two. I don't want to even run the risk of being overheard.' Rona came along in a car a few minutes later, and, seeing the two men, advanced to meet them. Matherfield lost no time in getting to business. "'Miss Hannaford,' he said, with a cautious look round, and in a low voice, "'just tell me, is Lady Riversreed up there at the court?' "'She is,' he continued, as Rona nodded. "'When did she come back, then?' "'Very early yesterday morning,' answered Rona promptly. "'By the 7.45 from Victoria.' She was up at the court by nine-thirty. Matherfield turned an utterly perplexed face on Heatherwick. Then he stared at Rona. Up at Riversreed Court at nine-thirty yesterday, Tuesday morning, he exclaimed. Impossible! I saw her at Southampton at nine-thirty yesterday morning with my own eyes. "'I'm quite sure you didn't,' replied Rona, with a satirical laugh. "'You're under some queer mistaken impression, Mr. Matherfield. "'Lady Riversreed was in her own house here with me at 9.30 yesterday morning. "'That's a fact that I can vouch for.' "'The two men looked at each other. "'Each seemed to be asking the other a silent question.' But Matherfield suddenly voiced his in tones full of wonder and of chagrin. Then who on earth is that woman that I followed to Southampton? Matherfield's question went without answer. Rona, who had no idea of what he was talking about, turned a surprised and inquiring look on Heatherwick. And Heatherwick saw that the time had come for a lot of explanations. Uh, look here, he said. We've got to do some talking, and we can't keep Miss Hannaford standing in the street. Come into the hotel. We'll get a private room for lunch, and then we can discuss matters all to ourselves. You're a bit puzzled by all this, he continued a few minutes later, turning to Rona, when all three were safely closeted together, and lunch had been ordered. And no wonder, but I'd better tell you what Matherfield and I were after on Monday night, and what Matherfield was doing all yesterday. You see, he concluded, after giving Rona an epitomized account of the recent proceedings, I was absolutely certain that the woman whom we saw coming out of Vivian's on Monday night was the woman you pointed out to me on Sunday morning at Victoria as Lady Riversreed. She was dressed in just the same things, I'm positive. In short, I'm convinced it was Lady Riversreed. Then Matherfield and I are both equally sure 
that that was the same woman we saw coming out of st mary's mansions shortly before five o'clock yesterday morning and whom ratherfield followed up to southampton up to now we never had a doubt that it was lady riversreed not a doubt well said rona with an incredulous laugh i can't say of course that you didn't see lady riversreed come out of vivian's on monday night lady riversreed was certainly in town from sunday noon to yesterday morning and she may have gone to vivian's on monday night for purposes of her own i know nothing about that but i do know that she was not in southampton yesterday for as i told you she was back home at rivers reed court about half-past nine in the morning and she's never left the house since that's plain fact it's beyond me then exclaimed matherfield and i say again if that wasn't lady rivers reed that i tracked to southampton who was it i'll say more if that really was lady Riversreed that we saw coming out of vivian's and followed to paddington and if she wasn't the woman who came out of those flats yesterday morning and that i went after well then lady Riversreed has a double who lives in st mary's mansions that's about it as regards that remarked heatherwick i didn't tell you last night matherfield that i went back yesterday to that house from which we watched and made some cautious inquiries about the tall handsome woman who has a flat opposite i got some information the woman whom we followed there and whom you were running after yesterday is known there as a madame listorel she's very little at her flat though punctual with its rent she's sometimes away altogether for long periods in fact she's rarely seen there and she's believed to be connected with the stage the caretaker who supplied this information saw her at the flat on monday matherfield smacked one hand on the open palm of the other it's an alias he exclaimed bet your stars she's lady riversreed away from her flat for long periods of course because she's down here at her big house keeps that flat up for some purpose of her own and calls herself what is it sounds french but supposing that's so remarked heatherwick with a sly glance at rona it's utterly impossible that lady riversreed could be at riversreed court yesterday and in southampton at the same time come now well i tell you it beats me muttered matherfield i know what i saw if there's anything gone wrong it's your fault mr heatherwick i don't know this lady riversreed all i know is that you said the woman we saw coming out of that club was lady riversreed that sir is the woman i followed the woman i saw coming out of vivian's was the woman pointed out to me by miss hannaford as lady riversreed affirmed heatherwick quietly that's certain but he was interrupted at this stage by the arrival of lunch nothing more was said until all three were seated 
and the waiter had been sent away. Then Rona looked at her companions and smiled. "'You both seem to have arrived at a very promising stage,' she said. "'At first I thought it a regular impasse, but—' "'Isn't it?' asked Heatherwick. "'At present I don't see any way through or over it.' "'Oh, I think you're getting towards something,' she retorted. "'All these things, puzzling as they are, are better than nothing. "'I've got some news, too, if you're sure there are no eavesdroppers about.' "'Oh, we're all right,' said Heatherwick. "'Good stout old doors, these, close-fitting. "'What next?' "'Rona leaned across the table a little and lowered her voice.' There was a sort of row at the court, at least at the hall yesterday, she said, with that man Basveri. Ah, exclaimed Heatherwick, that's interesting. Tell about it. Well, I told you that Lady Riversreed arrived from London yesterday morning about 9.30, continued Rona. Major Pentony arrived with her. "'Who's Major Pentony?' demanded Netherfield. "'He's a retired army man who's greatly interested in Lady Riversreed's home "'and looks after its affairs in London,' replied Heatherwick. "'And Miss Hannaford thinks he's in love with the foundress. "'I've seen him. Saw him with Lady Riversreed on Sunday. "'Yes,' he added, turning to Rona. "'Major Pentony came back with her?' Go on. As soon as they arrived, I saw them come from my office window. They came across to the home, continued Rona. It struck me that they both looked unusually grave and serious. They talked to me for a few minutes on business matters. Then they went into Lady Riversreed's private office. They were there for some little time. Then Lady Riversreed came out and went away. I saw her cross to the court. Presently, Major Pentony came to me and told me that he wanted to have a little private talk with me. He said, as near as I can remember, Miss Featherstone... Matherfield looked up quickly from his plate. Eh? he said, Miss Featherstone. That's the name Miss Hannaford's known by there, said Heatherwick. Her mother's name. I told you before, you know. True, true, assented Matherfield with a groan. You did. I remember now. I'm muddled with yesterday's affair. Miss Featherstone, Rona went on, I believe you're aware that Lady Riversreed has lately been visited, twice, by a man who called himself Dr. Buzzbilly. Yes, I answered. I am Major Pentony. I saw Dr. Buzzvilly on both occasions. Well, he said, I don't suppose you were at all impressed by him? Not at all impressed, Major Pentony, I replied, except very unfavorably. Didn't like his looks, eh? he asked with a smile. Do you? I inquired. I've never seen the fellow, he answered. "'But I expect to, this very morning. "'That's what I wanted to talk to you about. "'I believe he'll turn up about noon, "'as, I understand, 
he did before, wanting, of course, to see Lady Riversbreed, I want you to tell the doorkeeper, Mitchell, to bring him straight in when he comes, and Mitchell is not to say that Lady Riversreed is not in. She won't be in. He's to admit him immediately. And you, if you please, are to show him straight into the private office. Instead of finding Lady Riversreed there, he'll find me. Is that clear? Perfectly clear, Major Pentony, I replied. I'll see to it. Well, there's something else, he said. After I have had a little plain-spoken talk with this fellow, I shall ring the bell. I want you to come in and ditchle with you. And that's all at present. You understand? I understand, Major Pentony, I answered. I'll see to it. But as you've never seen this man, there's one thing I'd like to say to you. He's the sort of man who looks as if he might be dangerous. He smiled at that. Thank you, he said. I'm prepared for that, Miss Featherstone. You show him right in. Rona paused for a moment to attend to the contents of her plate. But Heatherwick's knife and fork had become idle. So had Matherfield's. Each man, it was plain, was becoming absorbed. And Matherfield suddenly brightened and gave Heatherwick an unmistakable wink. Good, 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 he muttered. I'm beginning to see a bit of daylight. Excellent. When you're ready, Miss Featherstone. Well, continued Rona, after a few minutes' pause, about noon, Dr. Cyprian Basbele drove up. I had already given Mitchell his instructions, and he brought Basbele straight into my office. Basbele was evidently in the very best of spirits. He bowed and grimaced at sight of me. I made no answer to his flowery greetings. I just got up, ushered him to the door of the private room, and closed it after him as he stepped across the threshold. Then I laughed. He wouldn't see who was awaiting him until he got right into the room, and I'd already gathered from Major Pantony that his reception couldn't be exactly pleasant or agreeable. Matterfield rubbed his hands together. Good, good, he chuckled. Wish I'd been in that room. It wasn't long before I was there, Mr. Matherfield, said Rona. I was, of course, tremendously curious to know what was going on there. But the door fits closely, and I heard nothing. No angry voices or anything. However, in less than ten minutes, the bell rang sharply. I called Mitchell. He's a big, strapping, very determined-looking ex-guardsman. And in we went. I took everything in at a glance. Major Pantony sat at Lady Riversree's desk. On the blotting pad, his right hand close to it, lay a revolver. Ha! exclaimed Matherfield. To be sure, just so. Fine. Opposite the desk stood Basvelli, staring first at Major Pantony, then at us. It's difficult for me to describe how he looked. I think the principal expression on his face 
was one of surprise. Surprise? ejaculated Heatherwick. Surprise! Astonishment! He looked like a man who had just heard something that he has believed it impossible to hear. But there was also such a look of anger and rage. Well, if Major Pentony hadn't had that revolver close to his finger-ends, and if Mitchell hadn't been there, I should have screamed and run. However, it was not I who was doing the running. As soon as Mitchell and I entered, Major Pentony spoke very quietly. He nodded at Basvery. Miss Featherstone, and you, Mitchell, you see this man? If he ever comes here again, you, Mitchell, will deny him entrance. And you, Miss Featherstone, on hearing from Mitchell that he's here, will telephone for the police, and, if he hangs about, will give him in charge. Then he turned to Basvery. Now, my man, he continued, pointing to the door, you get out. Quick. Go. Of course, I looked at Basvery. He stood staring, almost incredulously, at Major Pentony. It seemed to me that he could scarcely believe his ears. He gave me the impression of being unable to credit that he could be so treated. But he was also livid with anger. His fingers worked, his eyes blazed. It was dreadful to see his lips. He got some words out at last. Give me the exact ones, if you can, interrupted Matterfield. I can. I'm not likely to forget them, said Rona. He said, What? You defy me, knowing what I know? Knowing what I know? Hmm, knowing what I know, muttered Matherfield, knowing what he knew. Hmm, and then? Then Major Pantany just pointed to the door. Get out, I tell you, he said, and look in the papers tonight. Be off. Look in the papers tonight, eh? said Matherfield. Hmm, and then I suppose he went? He went without another word, then, assented Rona. Mitchell escorted him out and saw him off. Major Pentony looked at me when he'd gone. There, Miss Featherstone, he said, you've seen one of the biggest scoundrels in London, or in Europe. Let's hope you'll never see him again, and that that's the end of him here. I think he's had his lesson. I made no answer, but I was jolly glad to see Basvery's car scooting away down the drive. Matherfield picked up the tankard of ale at his side and took a hearty pull at his contents. He set the tankard down again with an emphatic bang. I know what this job is, he exclaimed triumphantly. Blackmail. Just so, agreed Heatherwick. I've been thinking that for the last ten minutes. Basvery has been endeavouring to blackmail Lady Riversreed, but that's not our affair, you know. What we're after is the solving of the mystery surrounding Hannaford's death. And does this look likely to fit in anywhere? 
i should say it decidedly does look likely answered matherfield in my opinion it's all of a piece at least it's a piece out of a piece one of many pieces like a puzzle the thing is to put these pieces together and there are two things we can try to do at once first find out more about this man basveri the other get hold of more information about the lady in st mary's mansions what about approaching lady riversreed for information or lady pentony suggested heatherwick yes why don't you said rona almost eagerly do i'm a bit tired of being there as miss featherstone i want to tell lady riversreed the truth and all the whys and the wherefores of it but matherfield shook his head the time for that was not yet he declared let them wait a while and after more conversation he and heatherwick returned to london End of chapter fourteen